Money, where we show you how to pay your home loan off in up to half the time of a normal bank loan. Welcome to Crown Money Podcast. I'm Jesse Edge and I'm joined by Scott Parry. How are you today, buddy? Howdy, old good neighbour. How are things? <laughs> yeah, good, good. It actually just started raining here, so I'm just hiding out inside. But yeah, life is good. Good on rain. Good on you. <laughs> not, not certainly. I don't know. I, as long as there's no wind, I just don't like wind. Rain, I'm yes, okay. Yes, I. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree. When I it's think- when it's raining and windy, that's when oh, it's really screwed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very Melbourne-ish. And, um, and I also think with rain comes clouds, and I, I just like to see the sun. So maybe that's why I was wind. Sweet. So let's talk about um, probability. probability. Yes, what are we going to talk about today? So we've got some interesting data coming out from um, some good friends of mine at Performance Property. Um, these guys have been running for nearly as long as Crown. Um, and so what they do is they basically look at property prices, predictions, probabilities, and where they think there's some good value in the market and where is obviously uh, not a, a time to be buying. So what they've done here is they've actually gathered all the data, all the metrics from around Australia, every suburb of every state, and then they've started to price in where they think the growth forecast will be based on how many interest rate rises we get. So this is 100% a hypothetical probability. It's certainly nothing locked in stone, but that's just what their guidance is going forward. So when we talk about this, like the variable rate, that's based on what on a, based on this variable rate, what they think the property growth will be over seven years. Okay, so this is over a seven-year time period. And so it's very important to remember that. It's not one or two years, it's seven years. So that's 2000 and pretty much the end of 2030. This is really where we look at where property is going to be in 2030. So price forecast, number one, if the variable rate is around 4.14%, then we're going to be looking at these price changes from now to 2030. Sydney down 4%, Melbourne up 10%, Brisbane up 44%. Adelaide up 75%, Perth up 112%. And so we've got regional Victoria up 44% and regional Queensland up 57%. So that's if the variable rate's at 4.14%. So what that really means is if rates pretty much after this year don't move at all, like that's as high as they get. I don't think that's uh, very likely or realistic. So let's go to the next forecast. What happens if rates go to 4.64%? as the standard variable and what that really means is there's going to be it's an extra half a percent more based on that first forecast so we go to sydney um if rates go to 4.64 percent that's a um 10 percent hit melbourne's a four percent growth over the next seven years brisbane 36 percent growth adelaide 65 percent growth Perth 100% and then WA Regional 105, Victoria Regional 36 and Queensland Regional 48%. So you can see there an extra half a percent rise takes about 10% off the price change of property around Australia over the next seven years. So for every half a percent, they're predicting 10% less growth over over seven years. I know that sounds confusing, but... Um, let's try and run with forecast number three. Wow. What happens if rates go to 5.64%? There will Which be- Which isn't some- out of the realm of possibility, right? Like that's, a, that's probably where it is heading. 
Yeah, I actually think this is probably the will be the closest. Who knows? I yeah, pro- yeah. probably. But if I was a betting man, I think this is where my money would be. The likely variable I rate. I think yeah, you know, over our time, you know, the average interest rate has always been around six, seven percent. Correct. Like we are at absolutely you know, incredibly low rates right now. We've had a very luxurious couple of years, but I think they will kind of settle back into that 6 to 7%. Yeah, I mean, it's like an elastic band, right? So if the average is 6 or 7%, this elastic band's been stretched all the way down to 2%. That's going to snap back. And even if it gets to 5.64%, which is what this uh, forecast is based on, these are how the numbers are going to unfold. Sydney, 20% hit. Melbourne, 7% hit over the next seven years. Brisbane, 21% growth. Adelaide, 47%. Perth, 78%. So you can see there like 78% growth over the next seven years compared to 112% growth, uh, literally close to 40% differential there, and that rate is an extra 1.5% higher. So, yeah, rates... This is very simple for everyone to understand. As rates go up, property prices go down. Why? <laughs> yes. Because, Jess, what happens when rates go up to people's borrowing capacities? The borrowing capacities go down. So the higher the interest rate, the less you can borrow. The less you can borrow, the less you can pay for property. Therefore, you know, people just can't pay those high prices anymore. People have to start dropping the sale price of their properties so that they can get a buyer. And that's called prices coming down 100%. So as rates go up, your income can't borrow as much as what it could when rates were lower. Therefore, you can't offer as much for that property. And guess what? If people aren't offering as much, that means the prices that they're selling for aren't as high. And so, yeah, we, we really see Sydney, poof, taking a 20% hit if rates get to 5.64. That is certainly, I'm not saying it's unrealistic. Uh, It's certainly a possibility, certainly a possibility there. So I think the standout winners here, Perth coming in uh, at 78% growth over the next seven years if rates do get to 5.64. Adelaide predicted to do 47%, which is stellar. Brisbane, 21%. Uh, and then Sydney and Melbourne taking a hit, taking a haircut over the next seven years, which is you got to take into account what goes up must come down. Must Sydney come and down. Melbourne yeah. were going bananas. They're so, they're so inflated right now. That, that's what those numbers kind of tell you. It's like they're just the, the property prices there are inflated and so they need to kind of level out again. And that elastic band we just talked about, like it's got to snap back. And the, the elastic band in Melbourne, Sydney is stretched the furthest. Mm-hmm. And back. So, but vice versa, Perth and Adelaide didn't have that parabolic growth. So that's why they've still got some upside there. They haven't had the growth that Melbourne and Sydney's already had. So that's property mm-hmm. probabilities and forecasts. Very and interesting. Yeah, it's awesome data. Um, it's all coming um, coming to a head as these rates go up. You, you start to see these property price changes come through. And so who knows where it's going to end up? Well, watch your space. The only day the property price matters is the day you sell it. The day you sell it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so funny, isn't it? Like if you've got a share portfolio, you can watch it every single day and see what the balance is. And you get really stressed out when it goes down. You get really excited when it goes up. Uh, but at least with property, it kind of sits there ticking away. And you may even you may check the price maybe once or twice a year. So it doesn't stress you out as much, but uh, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter until the day you actually cash it in, sell it. 
And if you're buying investments, we're going for the 20 year play. That is, please promise me, if you're going to buy an investment pro, you're holding for the 20 years. And it starts to get real sexy after 20 years. That property, the cash flow coming off it, the equity coming off it, like you just got to do that long term. Think of every investment property as your super fund. Think of it as a super fund outside of super. Wonderful. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that, Scott. Very, very valuable information. No worries. We'll talk soon. 